Welcome back to the podcast that we call Crudely Drawn Swords. end of our first episode, our bold heroes, the mighty Percival Cleft, the uh, dashing Tristan Wilde, the mysterious Enigma, Enigma, and the wizard Bambury Lutes. Dicky wizard. I like that the mysterious Enigma also um, isn't on Skype video call to give an <laughs> added sense of mystery. He is so <laughs> mysterious, it's actually frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Enigma. Our bold heroes were in the tomb of the late hero Ilana Sarista. Yeah. And Tristan had recently sung a melody that revealed a little of her history and just as that ended from the pit at the other end of the uh, crypt that they were exploring they had heard the sound of feet on rungs and voices as though someone was descending into the crypt after them so you're in a dark crypt there is a tomb in the centre of it which is slightly battered, a little bit broken, and you can see that there's a bit of a glow coming from inside it. And you can hear distant feet and voices from echoing around through the tunnel complex. What are you thinking to do, Percival? Um, perhaps if we can just have Enigma to... Go and monitor those voices and see exactly if we can pick up what their intentions might be. You never know. Maybe it's search and rescue. Um, We haven't checked in for a little while. Maybe someone's just checking up on us and the church making sure we're all okay. They're good guys, they are. I'll go over and have a listen. Yeah, they're probably good guys. They're, They're probably good guys. It's best to think the best of people. Yeah. So, Enigma, are you going to make your way back towards the pit? to see what you find. I want to sing a little sneaky song. Yeah, I'm going to use my sneaking skills with sneaking music over the top. of course. To kind of listen in. I'm going to like crawl along my my belly. That's spooky music. The great thing is I'm doing the actions. I'm not even on camera. Perfect. Um, Okay, I'm I'm at the edge. Um, So as you come round, presumably you're tracking back through the tunnel that you came up. Um, as you come down towards the corner, you can see a bit of light flickering from the direction of the pit and the direction of the ladder that you came down. Is it uh, looking upwards or downwards? Well, the light is flickering against the end wall. If you look round the corner, you can see several figures by the ladder. There are three of them at the bottom of the ladder. And two more climbing down. One's nearly at the bottom. And the four that you can see are wearing fairly warm winter clothes. But they're also wearing a lot of armour. They've got helmets on. They look fairly tough. They look like military types. And the one that's coming down last has a more ornate cloak with a kind of design on the back that's fairly simple woven design on it but it clearly marks him out as a little different he doesn't seem nearly so heavily armored as the others and the cloak has a fur edging on it he Mm. seems to be he seems to have some kind of staff across his back the armored people you can see they're looking at the pit and kind of looking down it and generally checking out the room a little what do you do Part of me wants to go over and push them in. But I suspect... 
<laughs> you would have to get right the way round the pit to get to them. I am pretty sneaky. Okay, in which case, I will observe them as well as I can and then scuttle back um, really mysteriously to report to the others. Guys, 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 guys! There's all these people coming into the pit. They've got armour and stuff and there's a guy with, with a staff. Did they have any kind of heldry or symbology with which to identify themselves? It was a guy with a cloak. He had a kind of woven design on the back. He had fur and stuff. Mm, what was the design? What did it look like? Simple. Ah, right. Who do we know that uses a simple graphics design approved symbol? One thing that you uh, would certainly have noticed, Enigma, was that these looked very warm clothes. They looked well equipped for cold conditions. They're very warm clothes. They looked well equipped for cold conditions. Hmm. Um, is it actually... What, what's the season that we're playing in at the moment? Is um, it? It's early... It's Blazing summer. <laughs> mid, mid to late autumn. Winter is on the way and you've had a first dusting of snow up here in the mountains. Winter is coming. Um, winter, in a, in a way, is approaching. But it's not yet full-on winter. Games Master Benjamin. Yes. Does it sound like the clothes that I saw in my vision? Uh, they don't sound like the clothes that you saw in your vision. Now, I would think that having travelled quite widely... Percival or Tristan might know enough about this kind of thing, perhaps to spout law, which is... Go crazy, Percival. About that law, baby. Well, hang on, you're the uh, well-travelled bard. Perhaps uh, perhaps you'd care to enlighten us. Don't worry, guys, I've got this. <laughs> okay. The wizard has this. Right, I'll do, a, I'll do a wizard law check. Are they demons? They are not <laughs> demons. Well, then we're right. perfectly safe. <laughs> they're not back. demons, guys. I reckon they've probably just turned up to give us our lunch. Let's let's go. I would like to do a law check on basic woolen cloaks. I would like lunch. Can I go back and just check the design? Lunchy munchies. Draw it. You could probably sketch it out in the dust. And maybe the way spout law works in dungeon law, dungeon law, the way spout law works in dungeon world is that for any check that might be like uh, history, nature, monster knowledge, any of those kind of things that would be a law check, you spout law and that's searching your knowledge for information on that topic. Mm-hmm. So... Anyone who wants to try spouting law on this spout law. would certainly be... We're both going to do it. I like to think that spout law is basically just knowing an awful lot about spouts. <laughs> I think it's more about sprout law. Tiny cabbages. I am going to spout law, sprout law. all over the party. <laughs> Roll plus your intelligence. So 2d6 plus your intelligence modifier. Hold on, I've lost my little stabby thing. I can't find it, I'll get it in a minute. Right, what am I doing? Rolling what with who now? You're rolling <laughs> 2d6. 2s6? <laughs> Try rolling 2d6 instead. Roll 2... Oh, it's not S! D! Roll 2d6. Roll 7. Yeah, bring it. So, something interesting, but it's up to you to make it useful. Okay. Um, people in Karis don't wear a lot of furs outside of real heavy winter this time of year and in fact most of the year it's not common at all in Karis to be wearing furs okay guys i can tell you that it's unlikely that these guys from Karis, because people in oh, i can't even remember what he said yeah they're probably not from Karis. <laughs> it's fine i've got this they're furries okay they're furries and they brought us our lunch now if we go and get our lunch <laughs> off them they'll just disappear back or they're mole people it's funny that you should mention that because i don't recall Ordering a furry lunch delivery, um, mid tomb raid. Well, in that like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that that's not what they are, because uh, until we talk to them, then I, I, I guess we, we can't confirm it. But uh, realistically, we've walked in here. It's like five minutes from the entrance. I'm pretty sure they can probably hear us by now. It's pretty echoey in here. I think that's unlikely. I was gonna say, guys, we've been talking a long time. Let's hide. What if I yell, lunchy munchies? Oh, do you reckon you hear that? Cheese it! Can we cheese it? There are two tunnels leaving the uh, tomb in which you are. There's the one you came through and one that you have not yet explored. You can hear footsteps approaching the iron door at the centre. 
from the other side and they kind of echo they're quite loud can i just recap we um when we went to this tomb with the the, the glowing light that's coming out of it now um Tristan played back the little song and had a vision as a result did we acquire anything else from within that tomb you haven't yet removed anything from the tomb but it is a little bit broken it would be fairly easy to acquire things from it if you were so inclined i'm interested and the 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 church has tasked us with doing exactly that yes that is precisely what the church has tasked you with and i think before we go any further we do exactly that i was going to suggest team that maybe enigma goes and checks out that they may not even be coming this way she could go and spy on them until it looks like they're coming our way. Uh, I want to play with the tomb and check for traps and things, because I've read a lot about that. Play with your tomb in your own time. I like fiddling with tombs. I'm getting right into the crypt. Well, check for... Let's, let's check for traps. That sounds like a capital idea. Yay. Okay. I love doing so that. So, you, you check for traps, Enigma. Checking the traps. Tell us what's there. That's my thinking music. Yeah. Okay. Are there any traps? What did you roll? What do I need to roll? Uh, you need to roll tricks of the trade. And I would do that. How? You should just tell. Just say twelve. Just say twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Good try. You'll never know. You you cunning, thieving-style person. I am. I'm basically a genius. Um, Tricks of the trade is... Oh, it's Trap Expert, actually. So, roll plus dex. Roll plus dex. Thirteen! Thirteen! Motherfucker! Wow, that's amazing. So, you have a list of questions in Trap Expert. Right. You want to know, is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? What does the trap do with it when activated, and what else is hidden here? So you get all those questions basically. Awesome. So it's fine. Um, there is no trap here. Hooray! Okay, and what's it used for? <laughs> I need the other questions. <laughs> I want all the questions. Within there, what does the trap do with when activated? If there was a trap, it would probably do something awful, but it doesn't because there isn't one. Excellent. So what was, was the, the third question? question? Um, what else is hidden here? What Ooh. else is hidden here? Well, within the tomb, if you just slide back that rock a little, what you see is there is a banner. Tristan, you recognise this banner from your vision. Guys, that's the banner from the vision. Oh, that banner. There is a sun over a snowflake on the banner. And... It glows slightly, just, and it has its perfect condition, in spite of the fact it must be very old indeed. How big is this banner? Quite a small banner, so you're looking at maybe 18 inches wide by four feet high. So it's, it's kind of like a personal standard bearer's banner. Oh, I had it sideways. Also, inside there is a sword. Oh, I found a sword! It's it's kind of laid at the side of the warrior who's buried there. Um, which is... then She's more or less just a skeleton now, but there's like traces of armour and this sword lying in its scabbard beside her. The sword... if you Are you going to take it out? Hell yeah! It's very cold to the touch. Ooh. But when you slide it out of its scabbard, it's also very bright and very sharp. I guess this must be what we came for. Certainly looks like it. Scattered along in the dust, Enigma, just in one corner, there are just a handful, like six or seven gold coins that maybe were like offerings or something. Okay. They're just kind of lying around in the dust, so... uh, I'm just going to slip those into my pocket. Yeah, that that seems legit. I'm going to palm them so no one sees I get them. Yeah. Well, you were using tricks of the trade. I am. You you were using your great skill in traps and subtleties, so... uh, you can hear voices now quite clearly through the iron door. You hear a couple of thumps against it. What do you do? I'm in. Hide. When you say that, there's a couple more thumps and then muffled voices here. And then 
you see in the light and you must remember your light is still being cast from Enigma's shoe you see a line of frost appear where the two doors were and then spread Ooh. very fast across the surface of it I think it's time to go let's go <laughs> like, really fast what do you do we go let's go we can't go back where we came from because that's where they came from um, then let's go the other way that we haven't been yet. Let's go the way we haven't gone yet, because that can't get worse. You have the corridor you've been down. There's the central corridor with the iron door across it that the door is now heavily coated in ice. And there's the side you haven't been down, but there's no guarantee they wouldn't come up that as well. So what do you do? Um, let's take the mystery route. Mystery route? It sounds like an enigma. Out of interest, Mr. Dungeon Master, if I'm quietly playing some of the tune that gave me the vision last time, is anything happening? No, not at this point. So, as you continue down the side corridor, you can you start to hear a sound from ahead of you. And the sound you're hearing is you hear some voices, and then you hear a kind of hissing rattle. And the voices start saying something a little bit louder. Uh, do we recognise the language that they're talking in? Yes, they're speaking common. You can hear okay. you can hear them, and you can hear one of them saying, Oh, crap! Skeletons! <laughs> and then the other one goes... <laughs> <laughs> and the other one's like, Sorry, Perrin, we've got this! And then you can hear the car ring of some blades, and it sounds like they might be running into a similar problem to what you had on the other corridor. Um, do you want to keep going that way? Um, Tristan, you're a performer. How dare you, uh, sir? You're not a performer? Continue. Um, do you think that you could <laughs> mimic the... I tricked you with my performance. Say again? Nothing. Carry on. Okay. Um, do you think you could mimic the tones of that one's voice and try to just call the rest of them to assist with the skeletons whilst we dodge around the other corridor we've already cleared. Why, well, I don't know, Governor. Do I sound just like him now? I think um, so. It would depend on whether he was Australian. No, mate, this is Australian. That was Cockney. Having lived in London for a few years, but then mostly gone back to Australia. Maybe a barman. <laughs> yeah. It's a good plan. I'm going to try it. That That sounds like a great plan. So... If you're going to uh, you're going to do an impression, Tristan, oh, I'm going wrong. to call that Defy Danger with Charisma. Okay, tell me what I need to um, roll. So you need to roll 2d6 uh, and plus Charisma. I've got a nine. Okay. I don't know what my Charisma is. Yeah, so... You got a nine plus charisma, so that's plus two. Yeah, you you shout, and then you hear a bit of confusion down the corridor. You say what? And you can hear some some other voices going over on that side. What do you do? So it's worked by the sound of it. Yes, it sounds like it has worked perfectly. Miss Scarpa. Okay, so you're going back down the corridor you went down. Yep, that's the plan. I'm following the crowd. As you make your way around the corner you hear a kind of rumbling crack from the direction of the door <laughs> and it sounds like it's just exploded apart oh. um, I'm going to go and see if she's single <laughs> rumbling um, crack <laughs> well hello love I see meeting you down here you come down towards the pit and as you come around the corner that brings the pit into sight you can see a couple of armed men with torches the other side of the pit facing into the other corridor and there seems to be a bit of hubbub around there but you can clearly see and they're not that far away from you you're looking at 20 feet total and from up at the end where the door was you can hear a voice saying, They're gone! What do you do? Yes, they are! 
no one here. Um, can continue to the um, to the little ladder thing that takes us out okay. of the, the cave, surely. You're making your way round towards the ladder stealthily. This is going to be hell of a stealthy. Uh, in fact, no. First of all, um, Bambri, could you possibly cancel? Um, Enigma's right, magic like glowing shoe. Yes. Do you want me to put a light in front of them? In which case they'll stare at that and be like, what the hell's going on? And then we'll be like, woo! We might fall down this big pit hole, however. Uh, I don't really want to fall down a big pit hole. We won't have a light. Um, Just touch the, touch the sides with the hands. Cast Dispel Big Pit Hole. Yep, sure. Got it, boss. Right. So, uh, Ben, I'm going to cast Dispel Big... Um, Dispel Pit Hole, which is Pit also hole. a cantrip. That's definitely on my character sheet. Don't bother looking. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. No, that doesn't exist. Um, what? So, so if you're going to try and sneak past, I think... I'm going to cancel the light You're cancelling the light. Yeah. <laughs> and hoping none of us fall down the pit. Okay, it's, it's, very, we... it's very dark, but there is a flickering light from the torches of the warrior's who are facing up to the skeletons. It does sound like the skeletons aren't doing very well at this point. We should help the skeletons. (laughs) (laughs) You've cancelled the light and you're going to make your way round the pit? Mm -hmm. Yep. What order are you in? This order. Going up the rear. Um, I think think Tristan's at the back because he was doing your gambit with the uh, voices, so he probably needed to be last out. Um, I'm throwing my voice. I will, however, hang back and allow him to proceed in front of me as the guy with the heavy armor. I could be first because I'm sneaking. I'm going to follow Enigma so that if someone falls down, it will be her. Okay. But I'm also out before the other people. Uh, but I've got super sneaky power, so I'd never fall down. Yeah, so hole. Enigma darts around the corner. Banbury. Enigma. <laughs> you're going to follow her around the pit. Um, but you're not necessarily quite as uh, quite as artful as she is so let's let's have a defy <laughs> danger with dexterity cheers good job you you were ready for that it seems like boom um yep you come round oh, and hang on dex checks uh, shit. dex checks <laughs> <laughs> what i don't need um, to do one they do like, cuz i'm dexterous already tristan tristan is Fairly quiet coming round, yes. but it's going to be uh, might be hard for that armor to get past. <laughs> so let let's have a defy danger dexterity. See if uh, see if our man can. Uh... Uh, uh, <laughs> <Not> ten. <laughs> I got ten, so I caught him. Well, then, my good man. Yeah, Trist- Tristan. You actually almost stumble in the dark towards the pit. Tristan catches you. And he he just catches you. And as he said, he's just like, fear not, my good man. All the soldiers turn round. <laughs> <laughs> At the sound of his voice. Um, and the two nearest on the pit side come towards you. One is going to their right around the pit towards the ladder. The other is going to their lift left around the pit towards you and they've both got their swords out because they're expecting to fight skeletons um so if you're at the back percival what are you going to do hmm. so sorry there's two of them coming towards me with there's one of them coming towards you the other is moving round the pit probably to cut you off and you can see a third coming out of that side tunnel have we still got the sword? You still have the sword, yes. Excellent. Where's the picture mm. of the pit gone? Hey. Oi, Percy, I've got this! Uh. Eat fireball, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> now, the problem here is, I can't cast fireball, so I'm going to cast light. <laughs> uh, just in front of one of their faces. You, you can and, uh, cast magic that missile, that's enough for you? them to be like, oh my god, a fireball! When instead, it is fuck all, and I'll make sure the light is flamey red. Ooh. <laughs> mm. nice. I was thinking that I would probably scream at them, stand back and hold your ground, for I am the law. 
At too late, fireball's happening. And by that I mean a cantrip. Okay, Banbury, let's see your fireball. Your quick thinking may uh, may just uh, be a great aid to you here. Boom. All right. Minus you, success. You cast the spell, but one of the following happens. So a light appears in front of his face. And it's a bright light. The guy is quite, is quite put back. Um, however... You must also... You're going to draw unwelcome attention. You're going to I'm put pretty sure I'm going to draw spot. unwelcome attention. I've just screamed out fireball bitches. Yeah. If that doesn't draw unwanted attention, mm. then... Pfft. Yep, that's fine. Banbury's light shines, and as it does, a, um, a man, bald man, in a cloak, appears out of the central tunnel, and he doesn't carry a light... But there is bluish glow around, somehow around him, that seems to illuminate him, and he fixes his eyes straight on Banbury, Uh-oh. and he's like, "This is the one." <gasps> Daddy. Uh, so, I I think at this point we have time for uh, we have time for Percival to act. So, uh, I will I will carry on with what I just said. Yep. So you're going to use "I am the law." Yep. Roll that. Ah, oh, all of the sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you get a six, is, remember that you mark it's experience. XP <laughs> so congratulations, you have experience. Do you? Wait, a six is bad. I'm so confused. Yeah, six is the low. Six is the highest score that's still a complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a partial that's the story six, of my success. life. I'm like a human six. <laughs> To be fair, it was a fairly bold move. Yes. I mean, they were never really going to... The bald man glances at you and he says, Your laws and your god have no place here. And then he looks at the man-at-arms on his left and he says, Kill him. And the man-at-arms takes a swing at you. Uh, Roll 1d6. Okay, he he strikes for three, which I think mostly you managed to deflect with your armour. I think so, yeah. It's your armour uh, plus... Yep. Okay, good. Uh, meanwhile, Enigma, Enigma, you are taking the lead. You're making your way towards the... Um, towards the ladder, but there's a man-at-arms coming round the other side, and he's probably going to get there ahead of you. What do you do? I'm going to draw the fancy new sword. You draw the fancy new sword. Clumsily. Clumsily. What? Well, it is not it's not a clumsy weapon, or but it's crudely, not a, rather, sorry. It is not a precise yeah. weapon like you're used to. Um so are you going to take a swing at him with it? Yeah, I am. Okay, great. Roll plus strength. Let's have a little look at how one would go about that. It's a simple 2d6, because your strength is relatively lame. I was just going to click on the strength thing right here. (laughs) (laughs) You've got some experience. (laughs) Yay! Um, your, your, Your swing is astonishingly clumsy. I'm going to use my rapier. It actually... You swing at him and you sort of go right by him, but then you catch one of the rungs on the uh, on the ladder, and it just makes an outrageous noise. Bang. And the other man at arms comes charging towards you. Tristan, you're just behind her on this ledge. What do you do? I will draw my bow and loose an arrow into his face. Great. Okay, that is a volley. You're going to need to roll plus... Uh, what is volley plus? We haven't used this yet, so this one's... Uh, you roll plus dexterity, which I think you're quite good at. Can I Can I do, like, two actions? Can I shout at the same time? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Stuff like that, you can definitely do. Yeah. So I would like to shout in the the man who's in charge's voice... Guardsman, look out behind you! Before I then loose an arrow at him. 
hoping, but he can't, I want to hide my head behind Enigma's head because she's so mysterious. He's going to wonder where the voice came from. <laughs> <laughs> so you are going to roll, uh, this is where we're at. You're going to volley. That's 2d6 plus one. Am I the guy with the spiky hair? You are the T for Tristan yeah, in bright green. Forget the details. What am I rolling? Do I type in You're one You're rolling 2d6 or... plus one. Oh, fuck's sake. 2d6. Seven. Oh, my God. Because you're in the middle range of seven to nine, mm-hmm. you get the shot, but you can either place yourself in danger, you can get a bit less damage, um, so you roll 1d6 damage, and then you roll another d6 and subtract that from it, or you have to take several shots and you lose some ammo. Ammo is very hypothetical in this, so you have like three ammo, but you only lose it when you do this. Right. I've not got a clue what any of that means, so I'm just going to roll one more 1d6 to see what happens. Here we go. I've done four. Now what do I Okay, do? so you've done four damage. Do you want to lose some of that by rolling another d6, or do you want to put yourself in danger? I'm a bard. I'm going to put myself in danger. Hang on. We stood right next to a bottomless pit. <laughs> Think about that. I'm I'm quite literally one of the lead characters in this story. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, to get this shot, you have to... Because the guy's kind of... He's shifting, the torchlight's shifting. You kind of lean across and you're right next to Banbury. Um, whoa, you're kind of whoa. like... Kind of almost right beside him to take the shot and so you get a shot in and it's a good hit the guy uh the guy is clearly uh affected by it and uh and then as you do so the uh bald man the one with the glow around him just reaches an arm out towards Banbury and you see this glowing cloud emanate from his hand and Banbury and Tristan you both feel this intense intense cold reaching out and wrapping around you. It literally burns you as it wraps around you. And both roll 1d4. You're as cold as ice. How do I do the last action again? Uh, Up arrow. Is there not a quicker way than having to type roll this dice? In your character sheet, there's little buttons you can press. Your little yep. button I can press. I've got four. Uh... Ooh, yes. Oh, one. Bitches be real. <laughs> Barely touched me. Tristan's keeping it wild. That's his tagline for his tour. Banbury, take one damage. Oh, um, <laughs> Tristan, take four damage. Tits. Right, can you write that on my sheet, please, GM? Um, it always says tits on the map. Okay, Banbury. Can you write tits on my character sheet? Of course. You lost my tits! <laughs> Banbury, you've just been frozen by this bald guy. Right. Doesn't sound like I'm going to have a lot of choice in my actions. What are you going to do about this? <laughs> I'm actually frozen, or...? No, not you're not frozen in place, but you've just been uh, blasted with this searing cold, which actually seemed to hurt Tristan a lot more than you, so... Uh, yeah, you know. It's, may, maybe it's it was more cool, or... because it's cold. Get it? Mm. No? You should just let it go. Hey! <laughs> no. uh, I'm going to start singing and see what happens. Ice, ice, baby. You better know who you're messing with. I'm Banbury Lutz, badass. Then I'm going to try and scamper away um, while maybe Mm. peeing a little bit. So so you're going to try and scamper around behind Tristan? Yep. So the directions you can go are towards Enigma and the Escape, but there is a man-at-arms between you and it. Um, That's probably furthest from the Sinister Bull guy, though. Yeah, um, that sounds that sounds legit. That place is like the me between two other people and danger. So you already yeah. have uh, Percival between you and danger. Yeah, I, I don't. You see, mm. these other chumps, I don't mind so much, but I don't really want to leave. Per- I'm gonna I'm gonna try chat to the guy in the middle and be like, "What are you doing, bitch? What the fuck was that? <laughs> engage him in a rap battle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm engage him in a rap battle." Um, okay, good. He glares at you, and then he says, How can you be here and know so little? I know a lot. You want to look at this? I'm going to wave my fingers in magic hands, and then slowly I'm going to draw them down my body, and then I'm going to, with my left hand, create a little circle on my leg. Does he look at the circle? Yes. I get a free slap on you, bitch! Come here! (laughs) 
<laughs> That's how much I know. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem convinced. <laughs> well, that's all I had in my bag, unfortunately. I've got level one spells and the ability to slap a man for free if he looks at a circle on my leg. I'm done. <laughs> His, if anything, it seemed before you had a feeling that he really hated you, but now <laughs> he really hates you. And uh, he... He says, I think this is the one whose magic we could taste outside. You better buy me a drink uh, first. Rambury, did you leave tasty magic? Guys, what happened to the guy I shot in the face with an arrow? Is he dead? No, but he's injured. He took an he's... arrow to the eye. I probably should have To the eye? That. It wasn't an arrow to the shoulder. It, you know, he kind of, he's got padded armour, but he still has, like, an arrow sticking out of him, and he's clearly he a glass in some eye, unfortunately. <laughs> it's just lodged in there. He had a Bible stuck in his looks. glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just stuck to the Bible that he had in front of his eye at the time. So, Percival, mm-hmm. you are faced off against a man-at-arms, and behind him, some kind of ice priest, perhaps. What do you do? Hmm. Uh, right, so we've got one man at arms in front of me, the Ice Priest yeah. guy. Um, is that another one that's down, coming around to block off Enigma? Yes, that, um, that's the one That's the one that's that, one that just uh, didn't Tristan shot. And then there's one right down at the bottom by Enigma. Is that the sum total of it's parts. purple dudes? Um, or do, can we hear voices in the corridors? You could hear some sounds around the corner in the corridor, but they seem to have stopped. Okay, in that case, I will step forward towards that man-at-arms and yep. say, oh, awfully sorry about this old chap, and push him down the well of Brilliant. infinite depth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's make that a roll plus strength. I don't screw this one up. <laughs> You're pretty strong. You look like a dick if you do. Oh! <laughs> Just accidentally uh. shake his hand instead. <laughs> You reach forward, and instead of pushing him, you just cup him slightly. Uh, I, I missed the 110 damage days. <laughs> you, reach, you reach out to shake his hand, and he, like, at the mo- last moment, picks his hand up and, like, puts it on his nose and waves his fingers at you, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Ow, burn. What, what happens is, you go, you go to shield barge him, and he just steps nonchalantly out the way, and then punches you in the face. He doesn't Aww. even like stab you. He just punches you. Roll one d six. A dick. Okay, so that's uh, how much damage you take. Except I think again your yeah. armor. You're probably going to manage to turn turn your head a bit so you catch it uh, on the armored side of your face, and maybe it bruises his hand a little. Maybe you won't be so leery in future. Um, You've got an armoured face. Are you Robocop? Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course he's an... Okay, well, cool. if, imagine a Spangenhelm. We're talking maybe something like that. Spangenhelm. That's not a word. That is a real no, thing. No, everyone knows what a Spangelhelm is. Spangelhelm. Um, yep. Do I end up about there-ish? Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of uh, right up beside this guy. You're right up in his grill precariously next to the pit. <laughs> Enigma, there is Enigma. still a guy in front of you. He yep. seemed unimpressed by your swordsmanship so far. I don't know why. But that may change. And another guy coming round, but he's been towards you, but he's been somewhat slowed down by the fact there's an arrow sticking out of him. What do you do? Okay. I might instead try using my rapier. That sounds like a uh, precisely accurate thing to do. Yes. And I'm going to go for this guy who's in front of me. Yep. Because he's the closest, isn't he? So, yeah, so roll plus dex. Boom! Nice. Roll your damage. Boom! Um, a mighty two. <laughs> You're a mighty two. And roll a 1d6. Oh, because as you lunge in, he like cuts at your arm, Woo! and uh, and it's very much a glancing blow. Ha! <laughs> so User. it's kind of like it, it appears to be <laughs> almost an impasse. You're exchanging tiny amounts of damage. You need to get much better at this. <laughs> if I get my free slap, we have won this. <laughs> the guy just needs to walk over here. This fight is actually pure bad luck. It's amazing. 
I'm just watching you guys roll low time again. You're going to level up so hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be we did on purpose. weighed down with experience. Uh, Tristan, are you in the room? No, he's uh, dropping his kids off at the pool. So. <laughs> It looks as if he's been splattered against the wall and only oh a silhouette of his form remains. <laughs> what is that stain on the wall? I don't know. It's, like it's rather big. Of... White. Brutal. Well, it's fine. I, I can take Tristan's go. He runs in front of Banbury <laughs> and uh, takes all the damage that's been coming towards Banbury. Well, Banbury, you have almost incited the priest towards like doing something precipitous by being so hugely annoying. Um, to him and he's absolutely glaring at you and you see him reach up with his hand ready to do what looks like that freezing cloud thing again what are you going to do i'm going to summon my familiar you have a familiar <laughs> by that yep i've got a familiar is it a rat like it. his name is jabrus fly this is my um, familiar I'm get he's a jabrus fly. out of my pocket jabrus is a brick <laughs> or a half brick I'm going to then take my shoe off and put it in a sock and then just eye the guy up because I'm kind of low on spells as a wizard you can cast your spells as many times as you like you, uh, until you lose them I'm saving them till a dangerous moment this seems fine I think we've got this Percy's definitely got this I'm going to put my familiar a half brick in a sock and volley it uh, no I, I, I don't want to lose my familiar I'm just going to hold it threateningly <laughs> going to hold it threateningly. <laughs> okay, are you going to do anything to try and avoid this incoming wave of cold? Yep, I'm going to flip him off and then walk as well as I can behind someone I care very little about. And so, uh, Tristan. Okay, I think that's going to be probably dexterity because you've got to get out the way quick. So let's do a defy danger on dexterity. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you stumble as you try and duck behind Tristan. He's busy. He's got his bow at the ready. He's ready to take a shot. And you kind of stumble. And as you stumble, you catch yourself. You lose your familiar. And you feel no! your half brick and sock vanish into the pit. Bob! That. Like, this guy pissed me off a little bit by injuring me, but I've had that half-brick since I was 12, and I've got to be at least 16 now in character. So this bitch <laughs> is going down. I'm going to kick him square on the nuts, oh. if I can get to his nuts. As you lie there, flat out... Unless you mean Tristan. Hear, hearing your familiar knock against the side of the pit, and then echo into nothing. The roaring, searing sheet of ice that was aimed at your face goes straight where you were and just leaves a huge frozen space on the wall. So uh, at least you've successfully avoided that. Well, I have lost a sock. And yes. a best friend. Oh, I hate it when you lose your sock. I know, I'm going to have odd socks for the rest of this encounter. Or, well, not even <laughs> odd socks, just one sock. One. <laughs> Unless you've got some in your adventuring bag. Have you got spare socks in your adventuring bag? My next thing, my next uh, move is to still want to Tristan's socks. <laughs> sock. Presumably off his cops. Tristan. I suspect Percival has better socks. I think he's richer. No, but I like, I like Percy. Guys, Tristan's it's my turn. Now. It's finally got interesting. Come on. <laughs> Tristan, you have... Uh, I've got a plan. You're reasonably safe from immediate attack, but you have the guy opposite you took a... Ch- pot shot at earlier there is the other one facing up against enigma he's getting pretty close now and in the other direction a uh, ice priest is casting angry ice at bambury and percival is facing up against a man at arms in what may be combat <laughs> what do you do I've got a plan um Tori? Why can I not think of words when we're recording this stupid thing? In my most stage-like voice, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell people to wait. So, hear me out. What's the name of that girl who I saw in the vision? Ilana Sarista. I'm going to say, everybody, stop! We are here on business of Ilana, and then I'm going to say her name correctly, the surname. In my greatest, most room-shattering, earth-stopping, dances-away-esque voice. Uh-huh. Personal reference. Yep. I've said the thing I just said. Okay. What 
I think the effect that has uh, it's going to be nothing. <laughs> they they both uh, they both like the men at arms glance at you kind of in passing, and the ice walker says that name means nothing to us. Oh, dickhead! Boom! Um, <laughs> out of his face. However, oh. what I so so do you want to uh, do you want this to become an action? This could be an arcane art, in which case roll plus charisma, and you could use it to either heal someone or to give someone 1d4 forward on their next attack as damage, so they do an extra 1d4 damage. How does that work? Why is this suddenly out of the blue? This is a bard skill. Yeah, but... So this is when you weave a performance into a basic spell. I'm saying this kind of performance ah. could count as a spell if you want okay. this to be your action. Uh, screw it. Is there anyone close enough to do some serious damage? Where's Percival, basically? He's the guy I want to beef up. Percival's facing up against the uh, man-at-arms. In between the, yeah, in between the guardsman and the, the dude. And the Ice Watcher priest. By my bardic dude. might. Percival! <laughs> he's wearing a... He's I can't think of the one I'm looking for. Show them your wrath! Okay. Um, roll plus charisma. Roll... One... D6. Oh, dickhead. And roll another D6. Oh, God. This one's the... Oh. Four. <laughs> I think you've just failed, so I think you've just got some experience. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Lame. Yeah, so you've just got six. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any immediate effect. Percival. Mm-hmm. Um, your man takes a wide swing at you. What are you going to do? Um, am I within range of this ice walker guy? You are, yes. The Ice okay. Watcher. I will pretty much, uh, if I can, move to evade while still attacking the Ice Walker, then I will. Okay. Uh, if not, I'll just take it on the chin. Yep, so so what I think you can do, if you go for a straight hack and slash, you will take damage from the first guy. Yeah, let's go for that. Okay, Um. so I will um, basically attack him with my sword again. He stood right next to that... Um, yeah pit isn't he so yes. if i can try and just like broadside him with the flat of my sword and push him then, then great Is that went well last time yeah it worked so well last time that why not go for it again it's all about 110 you're used to <laughs> okay um if i add the plus one for my sword as well then that's nine yes yeah, so that's a nine so that is actually not a bad attack at all roll your damage mm-hmm. dice and do i add the sword Plus one for that? Um, I think... Th- actually, I think the sword is plus one to damage. Oh, is it rather so, than... Attack? Yeah. Okay, in that case... Well, okay, yeah. so... Oh, yeah, it's plus one damage. So. Yeah, so you dive past the man at arms. Roll 1d6. Um, oh, I've got to do that. Ew. You take four damage from the man at arms. I take one damage. So you dive... So what happens is you... Man at arms took a swing at you, mm-hmm. and then you just start pushing past him, and he takes another swipe, and this time he catches you quite firmly, and your armor takes some of it, but you can feel that you're injured. But you just dive past him, and you take your sword, and you just run the ice walker priest straight through, and he kind of glares at you with content, contempt in his eyes, and then he slowly sinks backwards off your sword. And vanishes into the pit. Whoa! Yeah! Yeah! Enigma. Enigma. Uh, the man at arms you're facing seems a little momentarily. His attention is grabbed by what's just happened to his leader. What do you do? I'm clearly just going to stab him up with my rapier. Stab him hard. Go for it. Stab him. Brutal. Boom. Roll your damage. Boom! Your rapier goes straight through his throat. Yes! And he just falls down. Mother bitch! Tristan, the next man-at-arms behind Enigma, he's moving down towards the exit to where his comrade's just been beaten. But following him behind, emerging out of the shadows of the corridor, you see... A skeleton, and it seems to be, and as he moves away, it moves surprisingly fast towards him. 
roll 1d6. Oh, good. Okay. And he's kind of swayed by the skeleton, and then its arms just grab round him, and it falls into the pit, and it drags him with it. Oh, no. Is there time for me to attach a piece of rope to my arrow, shoot the arrow through his leg, thus saving him? No, he's a goner. (laughs) I was going to let him go Um, as well. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a random killer I'm, he's just a soldier um, there's now one man at arms left and although his his friends are dead and he's looking round he's not sure what he's going to do he, he looks yeah. at you he looks quite concerned but you see you see him kind of grow in resolve and he gets this gleam in his eye Okay. And he starts trying to run away from Percival towards the um, exit. So he's trying to make his way around this way. Percival, he's going to have to get past you. What are you going to do? Uh, it's my move. Um, I am going to shout at him um, yep. as an officer of the law and say... Um, stay where you are. You will accompany back us to town, um, and you will not attempt to escape. He looks at you, looks at everyone else there, and then he kind of smiles and shrugs, and he puts his sword away. Yes! He says... Uh (laughs) He says... All right, let's go. So, (laughs) you you have a uh, captive. uh, You appear to have a captive man at arms. Joining the YIF. I've got to work tomorrow. I've got to remember that as I'm drinking Jack Daniel's straight. Right in the Spangle Helm.